0: you don't listen because and here's the real secret i can i can do what i want with you and nobody gives a stinking rat's ass you're nothing you're nobody and don't you forget it you little bitch she began to cry now thin cold tears that tracked through the mask of blood over her face go away "'Just go away and leave me alone. "'I'm not gonna do that. "'I'm never gonna do that.' "'To her horror, he pushed himself to his knees, "'crouched there like some nightmarish toad, "'bloody and grinning, watching her. "'I got a lot invested in you. "'Time and money. "'Who puts a fucking roof over your head?' Who puts food in your belly? Who takes you traveling all over this great country of ours? Most kids your age haven't seen shit, but you have. But do you learn? No, you don't. Do you pull your weight? No, you don't. But you're gonna. You remember what I told you? You're gonna start earning your keep. He got to his feet a big man with his hands slowly balling into fists at his side. But now, Daddy has to punish you. He took a shambling step toward her. You've been a bad girl. And another, a very bad girl. Her own screams woke her. She was drenched in sweat, shuddering with cold. She fought for breath, wildly, struggled to tear away the ropes of sheets that had wrapped around her as she'd thrashed through the nightmare. Sometimes he'd tied her up. Remembering that, she made small animal sounds in her throat as she tore at the sheets. Freed, she rolled off the bed, crouched beside it in the dark like a woman prepared to flee or fight— "'Lights! On full! God, oh God!' They flashed on, chasing even a hint of shadow out of the huge, beautiful room. Still, she scanned it, every corner, looking for ghosts as the nasty edge of the dream jabbed through her gut. She forced back her tears. They were useless, and they were weak. Just as it was useless, it was weak to let herself be frightened by dreams!' by ghosts. But she continued to shake as she crawled up to sit on the edge of the big bed. An empty bed, because Rourke was in Ireland, and her experiment of trying to sleep in it without him, without dreams, had been a crashing failure. Did that make her pitiful, she wondered? Stupid? Or just married? When the fat cat, Galahad, bumped his big head against her arm, she gathered him up. She sat, Lieutenant Eve Dallas, eleven years a cop, and comforted herself with the cat as a child might a teddy bear. Nausea coated her stomach, and she continued to rock, to pray she wouldn't be sick and add one more misery to the night. Time display, she ordered and the dial of the bedside clock blinked on. One-fifteen, she noted. Perfect. She'd barely made it an hour before she'd screamed herself awake. She set the cat aside, got to her feet. As carefully as an old woman, she stepped down from the platform, crossed the room, and walked into the bathroom. She ran the water cold, as cold as she could stand, then sluiced it onto her face while Galahad wound himself like a plump ribbon between her legs. While he purred into the silence, she lifted her head, examined her face in the mirror. It was nearly as colorless as the water that dripped from it. Her eyes were dark, looked bruised, looked exhausted. Her hair was a matted brown cap, and her facial bones seemed too sharp, too close to the surface. Her mouth was too big, her nose ordinary. What the hell did Rourke see when he looked at her, she wondered. She could call him now. It was after six in the morning in Ireland.